0: The stage is now set for the Supreme Court of the United States to overrule the 2015 Obergefell decision. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Well, although the U.S. House passed the Respect for Marriage Act along with the Senate, and now it's headed to final signature, uh, although we came very close to stopping that, The fact that it has passed, I don't want people to be discouraged because there's other avenues ahead that this actually provides. We came very close, Holly, to stopping it, particularly in the United States Senate. Unfortunately, there were 12 Republicans that voted to move forward with this bill, despite the fact that they rejected three very strong religious freedom accommodation provisions presented by Senators Lee, Rubio and Langford, and it went on over to the House, and the House ultimately passed it as well. Fewer Republicans in the House voted for it than did the last time, in part because we presented a lot of information to change their votes. But nevertheless, it passed. It's not a good bill.
1: Yeah, and I think Jonathan Alexander, our D.C. attorney, worked very hard to get the messaging to these different legislators to you know, show them the truth. What this really is going on, and you know, frankly, I don't believe this represents our country. I believe this represents the status of the House at this point and the Senate. And yeah. the Senate, but this does not represent our country in what we believe as far as marriage.
0: Now, one of the things uh, that this does, obviously, it it requires one state to recognize another state's same-sex marriage. Within that, it can also be read to require one state to recognize another state's marriage that's where you get the child bride marriage problem that comes up places like california have no age limit on children being married and it creates a major child bride issue that is fraught with abuse that can be exported now from california to other states that have age limits like florida and others that have imposed limitations to stop the child bride marriage abuse. It also had a loophole for polygamy. Mm -hmm. We did get an amendment in the Senate to close that polygamy loophole. But one of the things for sure that this cannot do is it cannot define marriage for the individual states. So what happened here, through the legislators passing this and through the LGBT advocates promoting it, is an unintended consequence which they no doubt did not foresee, and that is this. It actually helps us in our objective to overturn the 2015 a Bergerfell opinion, 5-4 opinion, that ultimately sided with same-sex marriage.
1: Don't you think they did that to codify Obergefell, knowing that it could be overturned, just like what happened with Roe Wade? Wade?
0: Yes, they wanted to codify Obergefell, but they can't codify a Burgerfell. What they wanted to do is, at a minimum, protect those individuals who have a marriage license in the event that a Obergefell is overturned.
1: Yeah, but their grandfather didn't regardless.
0: Well, they would be right? not necessarily. No? So that's the big issue with a Let's go break down this whole issue. Okay. If you look at a it was a 5-4 opinion. Chief Justice John Roberts issued a very stinging dissent, very powerful dissent. He never even called the majority, the majority he never called them justices. He called them five lawyers and he said some very strong language against uh, the majority or the 5-4 opinion. He goes, for example, this was in 2015. Today, Chief Justice John Roberts wrote, however, the court takes the extraordinary step of ordering every state to license and recognize same-sex marriage. He goes on to say, the majority's decision is an act of will, not legal judgment. The right it announces has no basis in the Constitution or this court's Precedence. So it's a very strong dissent.
1: And he's right on with that. He's right
0: on. Also dissenting were Justices Thomas and Alito. So those are three dissenters. Three justices that were in the majority are no longer there. Uh, That includes um, Kennedy, Kennedy. Uh, it includes Breyer. Breyer, and it includes Ginsburg. Yeah. So they're not there. So there's only two justices that were in the majority that still remain. Three justices that were the dissent that still remain.
1: So they're nervous that it's going to get overturned.
0: Yeah, so you have, in addition, three Trump appointees. You have Gorsuch, you have Kavanaugh, and you have Barrett. So that's why they're nervous that it will be overturned, specifically because of Thomas's statement in his concurrence with regards to overturning Roe in the Dobbs decision. So here's the thing. The issue of whether a Burgerfell was based on the Constitution is an easy argument. It's not. And as Roe versus Wade, the abortion decision, has no basis in the Constitution, as Justice Alito wrote in the Dobbs decision, that it was wrongly decided from the start, egregiously wrong from the start, is what he says, so is a Burgerfell. Burgerfell is based on the same flawed idea, and that's what Justice Thomas was writing in his concurrence in the Dobbs case. Mm-hmm. So if you get to the merits of whether fell is grounded in the Constitution, that's an easy argument. It's not. And you've got the very strong dissent from Chief Justice John Roberts. And you have also two others that were on the bench that dissented as well. All you need is two more justices, and you've got a five- majority to overturn a Obergefell.
1: You know, and we, we also we presented our Kim Davis case before Supreme Court before, and Justice Thomas said that Davis found herself with a choice between her religious beliefs and her job. Davis may have been one of the first victims of this court's cavalier treatment of religion in its Obergefell decision, but she will not be the last.
0: Yeah, and he also says the petition, because we asked the court to review the case on a sovereign immunity issue implicates important questions about the scope of our decision in Obergefell, but it does not clearly present them. The petition was only on qualified immunity, namely whether Davis should personally pay for the attorney's fees of the plaintiff's counsel. Justice Thomas continued, Nevertheless, this petition provides a stark reminder of the consequences of Obergefell. He ended by saying that the court has created a problem that only it can fix. Mm -hmm. Until then, he says, Obergefell will continue to have Ruinous Consequences for Religious Liberty.
1: So it could be our Kim Davis case that goes to the Supreme Court that could overturn Obergefell. It
0: could be, because it's working its way again through the Court of Appeals, and one of our arguments will be that Obergefell was wrongly decided. So you can't punish Kim Davis... In any way, sovereign immunity or qualified immunity or not, you can't punish her to pay for attorneys' fees and costs to the ACLU's attorneys, mm-hmm. because it was wrong. It was based on a wrongly decided decision. So that is a really good possibility. Now, in thinking ever since Obergefell was decided, 2015, how do you overturn it? Obviously, arguing on the merits we already talked about is a straightforward question. Is it grounded in the Constitution? No, it's not. All right, so now you get what the justice is and you're arguing, and the question comes up, all right, we understand that is not grounded in the Constitution, we understand that it was a mistake, but what do we do now if we overturn it? What about all those people who relied upon it, and now they've got marriage licenses, and those licenses have legal consequences? like for joint income tax returns, distribution of property and wills, or other legal matters, what's going to happen? We're going to cause a lot of chaos. It could cause a justice who's on the fence to not want to overturn it based upon the possibility that's going to cause a lot of chaos. But what they just did with this Respect for Marriage Act is they've taken that reliance argument out of the equation. Mm-hmm because now those individuals who received the um, licenses, they will be grandfathered in, meaning that the Supreme Court could overturn a burger Those that have licenses will still maintain those licenses, but the states now, like with abortion, will be free to return to their pre-2015 marriage laws, and virtually every state had a law that says Marriage is the union of a man and a woman. So it would be a mirror image in the marriage context of what's happening in the abortion context where the Supreme Court wrongly steps into the field and then gets out of it and it goes back to the individual states. So the stage is now set for SCOTUS to overrule Burgerfell. Pray for our Kim Davis case that it may be one of those cases to do just that. For more information, go to Liberty Council's website, lc.org. That's lc.org.